everyone, and welcome to this episode of Noteworthy. Noteworthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, our special guest, my senpai, <laughs> my awesome guitar teacher, is Tiago. Wait, I can never say his last name right, though. So, Tiago, how do you say last name? Andraj. Yeah, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you say it? In the U.S., I guess you say Andrade. Tiago Andrade. Or, or maybe Andrade. Andrade. <laughs> well, Andrade is better than... And, like, Andrade or right? Andrade. Like Spanish people never pronounce the E at the end. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> we'll just say Andrade. Andrade. All right. We'll be right back after our theme song plays. Peace. Welcome back. Was it baby shark type shit? You know, no, that wasn't baby shark. Baby shark. Oh no, shit. Let's cut that out. No, we ain't cutting shit out. Copyright. I don't want to get in trouble for that shit. We're not monetizing, so it's like it doesn't matter. But hey, everybody, welcome back. And this is Shelly. We got Christine here. Yup. And. Tiago, say hi. Hi. <laughs> now, Tiago is the, like, dopest freaking guitar player. I know. I know. I'm just saying I know. I know. Once again, I know. Stop it. <laughs> Look, he's and You can tell because he's, he's paler. <laughs> he's lighter than me, guys. He's lighter than me. No, but you guys know how I always say I have, like, mad talented friends. This is one of them. This You're... is, like, one of those who, like... The really cool kids in high school, like in my head, who were like on the side of the corner, like, yeah, I'm this cool person, and then I'm the dork. (laughs) 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 Not going again. The cool person, and then I'm the dork. (laughs) That was true. And then you so happen to know them by association. It's like, yes. And it's funny, high school is nothing like that. No, (laughs) no, not at all. It's not like all the, what was that movie? Uh, The. The one with the intention, I always forget the name of it. Cruel intention? No, the detention. The, oh, detention. Uh, I thought you said intentions. Uh, you said cruel intentions. Uh, that's a movie, and they're in high school, and, and it's very cruel very... to each other. Yeah, they are, though. Um, no, uh, uh, the Breakfast Club. Yes, that's what it is. That's literally what I feel like it is with a lot of my friends. I'm like, y'all like the cool kid, the jock kid, and I'm that nerdy one that like had the thing in his locker. That, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I really didn't have a thing in my locker. You okay. go to cosplay conventions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like nerdy by definition. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be the weird one that puts cereal in her sandwich bread. Who? <laughs> you never did that. Like randomly put cereal, cereal in, your bread? in your bread. No. That's the ghetto shit. <laughs> <laughs> you get the crunch and it's sweet, and you you still get like a little bit of the salty from the peanut butter. Yo, how are we already the off nut butter? <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah. Tiago, okay. tell yes. us about yourself. Yes, please. And your work and any upcoming projects you have. Mind you, Tiago is part of VIV. I've mentioned them like a bajillion times already. VIV stands for Views Into Vastness. Yeah, you got to say that again. People never got it. Views Into Vastness. Yes. I just always say VIV. I always forget that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty long. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty long one. <laughs> so go ahead, tell, tell us about that. yourself. Okay. Y'all know my name. <laughs> I'm a local guitarist over here around Northdown Neck, more specifically. We work in VIV for like what? How long has it been? Six, seven years? How are you asking me? <laughs> Six, seven years of VIV. Uh, we released the record last year around Halloween. Yeah. 
And we are at the end of writing the second one. Which I'm so amped for because I've been like hearing snippets. And I remember I walked out of the bathroom one day. I was like, ooh, what's this? This y'all? Oh, say that's that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's coming out cool, man. It's coming out real good. I like it, and I usually don't like the stuff that I make. <laughs> so I. <laughs> by the time the song is done, you've heard it a, a thousand times and you're bored of it. But this this one's coming out real good. I really like. Really Tayo like being one. so humble, mind you, he does more than guitar play. Mm-hmm. Like. I asked him one day because he had like what is it called that keyboard thing that you had attached to your uh, computer? Oh, that was just a controller. It's like a, a MIDI thing. I asked him. I'm like, okay, you always have like these random things. You just wake up one day and say, hmm, I want to try this out. Yeah, no, he tries a lot of things and knows a lot <laughs> of things. In my opinion, once again, but he's so humble. Like, yeah, no, I'm just a guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> he also <laughs> teaches. If oh, that yeah. was not mentioned Adolescence. already. <laughs> <laughs> Which Christine actually says she's like wanting to do too now. Yes. Once I like, I'm like, how you own a guitar? But you don't play it anymore. You make no sense. I know. You make no sense. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to make more sense once I get my life together. How long have you been playing guitar for? Uh, was 14. How long is that? 10, 12 years? Wow. That's a long yeah, time. Yeah, 12 years. I can't even commit to a television show for that long. <laughs> I don't know how many television shows have been on for 12 years. Supernatural. It's been on for some odd years. I don't know. Yeah, no, I can't commit to that show anymore. The Simpsons. But it's like I, I caught myself in responsibility. You know? I learned how to play, and then I had to go play. Mm-hmm. So I never stopped playing. You know? oh it's not, I didn't have a chance to get bored with it. It's just right. like, okay, next week you got to go play. And then you got to rehearse, and then you got to play. And then you got to write a new song, yeah. and then you got to do yeah, it. Yeah, keep going and going and going. Okay. So by the time that was over, I was like, okay, I can't stop playing now because I'll die or something. <laughs> That's a... That's a good mindset to have, sort of, or something. I'm like, I'm like over here jotting that down because I like the coolest quote in my opinion. It's like, <laughs> I learned how to play, I had to play, so I kept playing. I was like, okay, I like that. that You're romanticizing this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you guys like? If you don't know me, that's what I do. Like, that's really what I do. I romanticize everything. My friends do not know how much I am, like, in love with their talents, okay? Like, that's me. I'm in love with everybody's talent. Because, literally, you can see how much hard work they put into everything. They do literally would just be, no matter whose house, if they have a guitar, they're like, oh, I'm just going to take this, do, 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 this, stuff. <laughs> yeah, that happens. So I guess, like, it's like you isolate yourself. You know? I don't have to talk to people. I'm just going to play the guitar. Like, that's how I am with pets. With pets? <laughs> yes. I mean, your cat. No, no, all pets. All pets. All pets. pets. I mean, that's the same thing when you're like, let me stop clicking this pen, y'all. Y'all keep hearing that, too. Yeah. whatever. It's your turn to ask a question. You're so aggy. So, Tiago, what do you consider success to be, and do you feel that you've achieved that? Success, I don't know, ride that car that Elon Musk put in in space? (laughs) That would be pretty successful. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. When it comes to art... I guess you want to, like, do the things that you want to do and get paid for it mm-hmm. to sound better than not have to do things that you don't want to do. Right, and get paid for that. Yeah. But uh, I guess if you achieve that, because the, the whole rock star dream thing, none of that exists anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? People are here starting to play, and they want to they wanna act like like Guns N' Roses did back in the, the 80s and 90s. That doesn't exist. They'll, oh. they'll drop you in a, in a heartbeat. 
Yeah. Back then, that was when that all came out. That was like a certain scene. So it was like, okay, that's what's big. That's what's. But nowadays, it's like, yeah, they'll drop you in an instant if you try yeah. to act like a fucking jackass and destroy there's, hotel rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's 500 over here waiting at the door. You know yeah, exactly. I mean? mm-hmm. Everybody thinks that they are so unique in their sounds. And yeah, there are people who have unique sounds, but nowadays, things are automatically put within, like, same certain genres that they're like, I can have another right. one of you outside in two seconds. And everything is so cookie-cutter? Or, yeah. You know, there are patterns for everything. You don't, you don't have the... The weird sound anymore that sticks in exactly there was actually a uh it was a video i saw on facebook actually where they took from like started from like the 70s up until now and there are like certain sounds you can hear that are repeated in almost every single song right, right, mm-hmm. yeah. because that makes it so that somebody automatically oh wait that's something that i know that's like a yeah. tune that i know so you automatically will want to listen a familiarity to yeah. thing. exactly yeah. So yeah, everything is cookie cutter because everything everybody wants to automatically be on the top charts and the top billboard charts. But you, got, yep. you got to think that most people that are listening to music, most of the audience on, on radios or whatever, it's not people that are into music. You know? Yeah, it's like people driving to work. Right. And uh, so, what do people want to listen to in the morning? Uh, just a familiar sound that doesn't piss you off. <laughs> That's all there is. Yeah. And uh, and uh, labels and record companies they're treating music like a product more than they ever did you know so they would get an artist that has a voice and they're like okay here's the system and the formula on how to make a hit and mm-hmm. this is what you're gonna do Absolutely. and they're succeeding which is unfortunate mm-hmm. for actual music lovers because it's like you can't turn on a radio and hear something that you've never heard before you would really have to like dig and dive and go into like whatever genre or whatever to actually find something that's new and it's more than likely something that you that's not on the radio that's not on any radio station at all so unless it's maybe a local thing but that's rare yeah you can swear no go ahead but i also think that like the music fan as i said before it's different from the just the the regular listener yeah what's in the radio is whatever they can make money with yeah but uh, if you're into movies, you're gonna know those great movies that nobody ever heard about. Yeah. You know, same thing of like, like I'm into rock and roll. A lot of rock and roll bands are pretty well known, but then you talk to somebody that's into classical music or somebody mm-hmm. that's into jazz, and they'll know their stuff mm-hmm. way deeper than I can ever imagine. It's, not, it's just what people are like. You said just what people are into. Like I'm switching back to the nerdy shit because that's the only way I can <laughs> reference. It's like where I can talk about Doctor Who and Nightmare for Christmas and tell you every single last right. scene, mm-hmm. but somebody else like, okay, I could tell you every scene from this biography of yeah. <laughs> it. It's, it's just everybody's taste, and sometimes people, and there's nothing wrong with, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with popularized music. Yeah. There isn't. If yeah. it gets people dancing, if it gets your mood to brighten up. No, but there, there's the thing. It's like Dave Grohl said, if the number one song on top chart is about your butt, <laughs> something is a little off, you know? I mean, there are some songs that are, yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I didn't say that Dave Grohl did, so mm-hmm. <laughs> talk to him. <laughs> no, that is that is very very true. Or, or where you can't even understand is like, and that's like number one. And I'm mumbling, and you're like, sound like? <laughs> <laughs> you're not even saying words. You're I just making sounds yeah, <laughs> with your mouth. Like, like I bet you, it's like it, it's an actual sound. Like I'll like if my freaking Bluetooth thing dies in my car because I have an older car model. I, it doesn't have 
straight Bluetooth so I can listen to my music. I have a Bluetooth thing I bought from Five Below. Thank you, Five Below. <laughs> <laughs> and you plug was, everything. It was you plug it all. Five dollars. There are lights on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I use it. And I listen to usually just what's on my iPod, and that's it. iPod, iPhone, same thing. And that's it. And then when that dies, I'm like, oh, what's on the radio? And I literally sometimes switch between two radio stations, and it'll be the same thing playing sometimes. Yeah, at the same exact time. Or one song will end, and then the same song will start on a different radio station. Well, you know, they have programming, right? So, like, uh, there are record companies that have deals with radio stations. Mm -hmm. So they'll get an artist and push them. Like, play that one song every half hour or so. Yeah. Until that sound becomes the familiar sound that people want to hear. Oh, okay. never even knew that. I've always wondered. I know that some stations work in the same, like, building. I've always wondered if, like, someone from one station would run to the other station and be like, yo, we're playing this song. You should play it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's freak people out. And then ran back. Like, <laughs> you know, no, if I that was the thing, I would probably be the person to do that. Yeah. But, honestly. Hold on. <laughs> Let me start a podcast in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> so can... Let's talk about the same exact stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. Word by word. Yeah. Then it'll have to get popular. Exactly. Doing it over mm-hmm. and over. We're just beating it into their head. Well, cloning itself out. Yes. Because let's, let's, like, back in the day, they used to actually have to like go to radio stations and like, all right, like try. like just Oh, like, man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like pay. Like, oh, no. Pay some money. Just, you talk about yeah. I was... I was uh, Listening to Angus Young talk about that, about this whole thing, how the internet made everything so much easier, Mm -hmm. but so much more competitive at the same time. This guy was saying they would have to, like, go to a studio, pay thousands of dollars to record a track on a two-inch tape, then they had to package that, get in a plane, fly to London, Mm -hmm. go to a radio station, and be like, do you want to play this? And they could say, no, I don't care for that. And then they got to get a plane back to wherever you came from. And it didn't work, and you got to do it again. Nowadays, it's like, I remember when uh, everybody started doing the whole YouTube thing, and, like, that would that started the whole internet popular trend of, like, oh, internet famous singers, where that's how Trey Songs actually was uh, discovered, was YouTube. Mm-hmm. Only reason I don't even have, know how I remember, oh, because they used him as a reference as to YouTube singers and how it used to be that was a platform where they could get famous off of, but now it's just, once again, another, like, Overpopularized, yeah, like, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Exactly. It never used to like. It was. It started off as a great platform for like uh, record companies and and places and managers to like find people. Yeah. Now it's just like a whole horde of them. So it's like once again a whole bunch of freaking needles in a freaking fishbowl. Yeah. But then when it comes to the discussion, the the terms are getting narrower too. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. where are you in the internet? You know, break communities yeah, within the internet. So- All right, everybody, we're back now. We're back. <laughs> After some technical difficulties. It wasn't my fault. Testing it sibilance. Sibilance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, I completely forgot where we're at, so we're just going to move to the next question, which is, Tiago, what are some of your biggest influencers in music, and what inspired you? Who? How? Why? Let us know. Ooh. <laughs> oh, what? Why? When? Where? How? Biggest influence? I don't know. <laughs> Like, artists... See, my dad was a rock and roller already. So I listen to a lot of his stuff to this day. Okay. My cousin across the street is like a thrash metaler. And he was a guitar player. 
So probably subconsciously, it's one of the reasons why I play. Where was this actually located? Like, uh, why want to know? What's it to like? No, that was back in Brazil. Oh, that was back okay. in Brazil, yeah. So yeah, so I listened to a lot of um, '70s stuff, a lot of it in the beginning and to this day. So I guess I started with that, like Zeppelin, Sabbath, ACDC. Something Floyd, but I never got too bad into it, though I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And then it was like mid 2000s, and I got into the whole corn slipknot stuff. But uh, I don't know, people say I sound when I play, it sounds like blues, so I guess the earlier influence is stronger. I got, I bet, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you do sound more bluesy, though. That's actually freaking. One of the reasons why I started liking blues a lot more because I loved some blues, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. But it was like people like everybody knew. Like yeah. I didn't actually go into like. Yeah, there's the... a lot of stuff, man. There's a lot of stuff that nobody knows. There's yeah, a lot I started of stuff. digging deep. I'm over here going to record stores now. Like yeah. Like, you ever heard of Bucka White? Yes. <laughs> Check that no. out. Yes. He's yes. making that resonate like crazy. Yes. Like everybody, it's... check out Bucka. How do you spell that? B U K K A. White. Buckle White. You heard it here first, folks. I mean, technically. I think the track is uh, yeah. Aberdeen, Mississippi Blues. Aberdeen, Mississippi. Something about. I, I've heard that. Buckle White. Something yeah. about death and darkness. <laughs> no, but I, the thing that I started loving about the blues more, like, you can hear, like, all the. Where all these later generations of music, like, got the influence from. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, in certain things, and I'm like, oh! I like this. Mm-hmm. This is this is what I've been missing in my life. <laughs> but it's American music, right? It's like native, native America sounds wrong, but <laughs> like actual native um, to America. Yeah, actual American music, blues, uh, jazz, and um, and country. Like yeah. blues has got African roots. People say that the very beginning was in Africa, but I don't think they had guitars when they were brought over, and that right. that should. Jazz is definitely American. Like, it happened here. It's no doubt to. And, like, it's also cool because, like, when, even though it originated here, then you hear, like, other countries that have, like, taken it and made it into their own kind right. of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, African jazz is so different from American jazz. Because right. mm-hmm. it has a little bit of uh, our own African rhythm and our own African beat within it. And it's, yeah. and it's like, really dope. Like, like, you literally just need to start looking it up. Like, yeah. I will post some of the people that I do know. I don't know a lot, but I will post. Yeah, but Even jazz like, is tricky, you know, because everything's jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Even, like, blues. Like, um, I talked about this Cape Verdean singer, um, Cesaria Abra, on one of our episodes. And she sings, like, Cape Verdean blues, and it sounds different than blues here. And I guess the blues that originated, that came to America, and now is, like, change it's different now i mean even Africa. here we have multiple so, types of blues you got yeah. electric blues you got like it yeah. all changes like there it's very like slow and like sing songy well not sing songy but it's like slow and just like melodic blues. Uh, because melodic, also yeah. like, blues is, is a very sentimental music right yeah yeah so different cultures will express that type of feeling in, in a different way yeah and that this comes out on the music there's no way to filter it you know yeah. It's like, it's like I always say, people want to sound like this, want to sound like that. There's no way. You're going to sound like yourself no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You, know? you mm-hmm. could pull more of this style, more of that style, but y'all is going to sound like you. 
And that's why, like, when people always want to compare, oh, you sound a lot like this, or you sound like that. And I'm like, stop comparing yourself to somebody. You sound like you. Mm -hmm. Yes, you have influence. That's why we ask the question Mm -hmm. of what are your influencers, but that's not just who. That doesn't define who you are. It's just what helped you get into what you're doing. But you put your own spin to it. You put yourself within your own music. And if it's something that you actually love and express in a way that you're putting your whole heart into it, then you're not like anybody else. Mm -hmm. Even bands are like musicians that try to do covers of songs and like they try to sound as much like the original artist as possible. You can tell the difference. You can see that they sound different and they, they sound more like themselves than the actual original like person that did it so because that i mean it's art and it's like music is not a thing that you have is a thing that happens yeah right so even i don't know your mood if you're sick that day or <laughs> that can like affect it it's gonna sound different you know it's gonna sound different that's Always. like our last uh the last person that we had on which was uh, Brian Pineapple. I always call him Brian, Brian Pineapple. That's Pina. What, Brian, Brian Pina. Pina. He actually <laughs> went to that himself. He was like, there was one day where he was actually, just... Actually, I heard that episode. Yeah. 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 So happy that you heard Brian, it. what's up? <laughs> but he even said it himself, his biggest moment, because we asked later on a question, which is like, what was the moment that made you feel like, okay, this is what you're going to do? He said, there's one day I was completely sick. Mm-hmm. Like, my voice was different and everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, I had to record this song. And when I listened back to it, I was just hugging my guitar. Like, yeah. like this was it. Like, this is that it moment. Sometimes it just happens. Like, that story almost <laughs> made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't cry. I'm good. <laughs> you tough. But, yeah, no, yeah, I completely agree. We <laughs> stop. I love how she's like. I completely agree. Stop. I don't know. It's <laughs> wait, but uh, um, like inf- that was like your inf- what type of music do you like? Is you're listening to is that different from like your influence or is it like the same? Is it the same? This is the thing. Like, I like all that old stuff, right? But there's not gonna be another Led Zeppelin record. Yeah. You know, so I keep listening to things that kind of sound like that because. I like that type of sound. But lately, it's like... When you make music, you look at music like a mechanic looks at a car, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the, the black keys are great, but... Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I completely get that. Like, like your favorite band's like, ah, oh, well... I've heard all these songs. Is there anybody who sounds similar? Like, okay, you sound similar. I like the sound. But, but you know, yeah. you're not them. Right. Then I've been listening to, uh, listen to Mastodon like crazy. Oh, my God. Right? He got me into Mastodon. I freaking love it. But then now I'm like, who else can I listen to? <laughs> <laughs> who sounds kind of like them and gives me the same feelings? <laughs> like, oh, Yeah. They, <laughs> that's see, exactly the same. That was good. I, I couldn't have sounded that myself. <laughs> that's really what it is. Like, what songs sound like them and... Wait, what? Because what? I like Coheed and Cambria. That's I've liked them since high school. They're, mm-hmm. Everybody knows Coheed. It's whatever. I don't but, think anybody sounds like Coheed. No, there actually is one. They're just called Three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like Three. That's, the, that's bad, guys. The internet era. They're going to look it up. They're not going to find anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh is it God. like the number three or spelled out? It's just You already have questions. You need to They better be good. You don't even know about this band. But they sound so similar. But I literally only listen to, like, two of their songs. I don't listen because I'm like, well, it's not them. They just yeah. sound similar. Right. I may as well just listen to Coheed in this case. But like, I don't think it's about, like, finding something that sounds like it. It's, to me at least, finding something that as interesting exactly. as... Yeah. You know, the thing with Mastodon that caught me in is like, oh, they're, 
they're heavy, but they're not super metal and they're like super colorful while they're being heavy. And that was very interesting. Then I'm like, okay, who else sounds like that? Mm-hmm. So far, nobody. <laughs> then I got back to listen to the system of a down. <laughs> No, that's how it was with Freak. I like the reason why I like Koichi. They have like sort of sci-fi kind of thing to to like them. their theme. Is... Yeah, he does that thing with the comic books. Yes, yeah. he does comic books. Yep. He, like he their whole book. entire albums is a whole entire story. Like right. if you listen it from front to to back, it's a whole entire story. Yep. And the way like even towards the ending, they have like a whole like ending scene where it's once again just a story. And I'm like, yo, this I I like this. <laughs> and like you can find so much sound, but it doesn't give you the same. Emotion, but like, but then you got stuff like the Mars Volta. Yeah, oh, the Mars Volta. Yeah, they were not. It's like completely far away from what I do, but it's that interesting. Yeah, you know? I mean, there's all these different details to the music. Yes, like a bunch of pieces, like a mess of. You know, when you open a box full of wires and you don't know what. Yeah, <laughs> we were actually talking about wires earlier because we had like all the wires for this stuff is like usually hanging around. And I'm like my freaking OCD. I'm like. Dang it! Why are these wires? I'm like, am I the only one who gets OCD about wires? Like, no, we like I have we do wires. <laughs> it's just they just get messed up, and we're like, uh, oh well. <laughs> at this I got, point, I had to get a wireless unit to get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, I know that's why everybody goes wireless now because they hate all the cords. Mm-hmm. It's easier to yeah, go wireless. You don't know how many times I almost fell on stage for tripping on my own cord. <sighs> I can't lie. I be looking out like at people's feet, especially. Like, be careful! Be careful! So at Hell's Kitchen, they do uh, Sunday night jams with Randy Hayes. Once Randy, a month. Hey. <laughs> he's on what tour up, right Randy? now with Justine Valentine, and Valentine. it was his birthday before. So happy, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Birthday. <laughs> Where? But every single time, like he goes, like I always think, like it looks like he's like making love to his guitar. <laughs> but like anytime he does something, I'm looking at the chords on the floor, like. Don't fall. <laughs> don't, don't move too much to the left or you'll trip over your cords. Were you there that time he, he dove into Tim yes! and fell off the stage? Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. You don't know the story. I they don't, don't know, the, know story. the story. Tim is the drummer that plays with Randy, right? So Randy was doing his thing. He stepped on the kick drum. And then he took a dive over the drummer. Now, he thought there was a wall behind the drummer. There was oh. nothing. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, half of the drum set and two of them were like down the stage. Oh. It was a curtain, right? So they. <laughs> <laughs> it was like curtain calls. Oh, oh man! <laughs> it was like it was like damn. Yeah. Poor oh, guys. But yes, that's why we hate chords. That was, that was that old loop lounge. Yes. Oh my freaking god! But that's another really talented person as well. Yeah. And so we're going to switch over to Christina. It's your turn. What? Spotlight. (laughs) Damn. Uh, What would you say is like your most positive moment that you faced while on this journey? Most positive one? When it felt the best? Yeah. The biggest crowd. The biggest crowd? (laughs) And what was that? Starland last year. Oh, Oh, yeah, you were there. Starland was dope. Starland was great. (laughs) Like, I thought it was going to freak out, but no, it was fine. It was so cool. It, it was nice. It was ni- it's nice to see people that you don't know enjoying your music. Yeah. You know, because when you see your close friends, you don't know if they really like it or if they're or just if they're being just cool being to nice. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I say so, that all the time. <laughs> you can never tell. So, like, yeah, we are thankful for close friends coming to support and all that, but mm-hmm. 
you, I'm not sure if they really like what I'm doing or if they're just supporting. They just my friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's really cool when you see a but like a ton of people that you've never seen before in your life and they're really enjoying the, the thing that you did. Yeah. Like look at this thing I did yeah. and everybody likes it. <laughs> and Starland is a pretty decent sized venue, so that's like yeah, you have like a handful of your friends to like a sea of people that you don't know. Yep. Because really the awesome. main event for that one was uh, who's that was a few. Yeah, Fuel, Fuel was the main right. event for that one. And we were also, yo, we were stoked. We were planning it for a while. We were like, <laughs> yo, we're going to pregame. We're going to go have fun. We're going to see our people on stage. Yeah. Like, hey. I was selling tickets for months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he made sure that me and all of our friends, he's like, y'all need tickets? <laughs> Every time I saw you, right? Yeah. Have you got a ticket yet? <laughs> <laughs> you need one? I got you. Oh, my God. Him and Christine. Are like the two people that are like, oh, I have some. Not me, Christine. Oh, other Christine. <laughs> my fiance. A part yes. of Cristago. That's Christago. what I call it. Christ- <laughs> Literally, in my phone for my GPS, I had to say I save certain people's addresses that I go to a lot, so they're saved as Cristago. I'm sorry, that's just that's yeah. what your name oh, is now. Hardcore, <laughs> ride or die. Really, she sells more tickets than anybody in my she band. She does. <laughs> oh my freaking god, she is like legit a hustler, and I love it. <laughs> like, <laughs> She's like, I got you. She'll pull out like she's pulling out like she'll like if she had one of those trench coats. <laughs> the tickets all on you the side. You want it? I got it. Which date you want? <laughs> oh my god. Which tour? <laughs> got them all. <laughs> no, but Starland really. It was like the like I don't. I felt like a proud mama. Like I'm like, look at all my friends on stage. Like, trying not to cry. We're all having. They're doing so good. Trying I'm to get so back proud. there. Trying to get back there for this. Uh, for this record is coming up. Yeah. See, we can't do anything until the record's done. Yeah, because I have no time in life to do anything else but work on that. <laughs> We're definitely gonna plug all their information so you guys can definitely Absolutely. get that new record when yes. it comes out. Yep. Just saying, and take a look at the old one because they have an old one too. Yeah, check out the old record. <laughs> oh check God. it all out. Oh God, it's the new age. So we even like went ham on their freaking their their release for that one at QXTs. Once to see, we always plug QXTs mm-hmm. every hey. episode. He's so aggy. <laughs> Is Rolando Payne yet? Uncle Roro, aka Rolando. I know, right? No, I just love plugging them because that's like legit my home away from home. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how that's I met half of my friends. Mm-hmm. It's like if you go homeless, you hit up Rolando. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. That man has the biggest heart in the whole entire world. Yeah. That's right. Rolando let us rehearse over there for a good four months when we had to get out of that old studio. Yeah, wow. they had a studio not too far from QXT's. And I think what you guys just mentioned around that you were moving, he was like, yeah, oh. no, we we asked to rehearse there a couple of times and then we had to stay for longer and he would refuse our money because wow. we actually wanted to rent it out. It's, he almost got offended. Yeah. So Aww. that's why I call yeah. him Uncle Roro. He's that cool oh, uncle that no. like too good for his stature. Word. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, like I wanted he like he's like a great part of this community, a part of the newer community and all yeah. of we love his wife, we love his kids, we love him. He's just an amazing person. If you've never been to QXTs, just go check it out. It's a great mm-hmm. place. Yeah. Two, two forty eight Mulberry Street. Hey. <laughs> I started going there what, a year ago? Yeah, I And now so. I go there every single Friday You're and most Saturdays. I'm a baby. <laughs> I am a child. I'm like ten years in. Ten, yeah, you're ten years in. I'm one. <laughs> I'll get there, but you'll you'll. No, there are some people who've been going there since it opened in 1991. Yeah, so, yeah. It, used, yeah. it used to be Quixotes. Yes. Then it was Quixote. the Edge. 
Yes, for like two seconds. There's oh, that's some- why they have those stamps. Yeah. That makes sense. I was like, what's the edge? <laughs> now I know. Oh okay. My God. The QXCs is just like a play on the actual original name of uh, the Don Quixote's. Um, yeah. But no, it's a great place. You guys should check it out. Don't ever feel intimidated just because it looks like... (laughs) (laughs) Of course, the evil laughs. Don't mind the Mm -mm. evil laughing. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Like, people go there in their work clothes. I have one of my friends who works at... Come right in. (laughs) (laughs) It's welcoming. I've seen people in, like, formal gowns at QXCs because they're coming from some other party. Like, just come. Enjoy it. Mm -hmm. It's a great place. We have different venues. We have not venues. Different events. Different events and everything else. Like, you might even catch VIV playing. Yeah. Like, and we promise all the blood is fake. No, there is not. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sometimes it's not. There's epic nights. Epic nights. Epic nights. I swear <laughs> that, yeah. Epic nights are cute. Oh, my God. Just, like, random mosh pit or people playing chicken. What, is that the one where they, yeah, they put it on the shoulders? <laughs> they were playing chicken where? In the mosh pit? Yes. Why are you like How do you? Uh, I thought you beating, only play that in like pools and shit. They're moshing on people playing chicken. Yeah, it was oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, come, I haven't been there for that. Come more, you'll see. Yeah. You'll see. It. Oh, gotcha. You'll you. see it more. But you were on your. That was your biggest up moment. So, what would you feel was the hardest time, while so far, putting yourself in here? I mean, music always makes things better. You know. So music will get you out of the hard times, sort of thing. It, if anything, it makes you stop thinking the bad things. And guess, so it's hard to say what's the lowest time. I guess when I got out of church, right? They put in your head that you're supposed to play for God. Mm. And then you're like, but I like rock and roll and the devil and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you used to play for a church? Yeah, that's how it started. Okay. Uh, yeah, I started playing in church. Okay. Then I got out of church. And now here I am. <laughs> but, but I, I guess, Worshiping you know, the devil. music, music wise, I guess that was the most confusing time. You know? so yeah. I'm like, OK, now I got to actually do things that I feel. And it's like what I have been thought about music had to be broken up. And then I actually understood the artistry of it. Mm-hmm. You so, know? You, so you had to, like, find yourself and then also learn about what it was like and learn more about yourself well yeah <laughs> <laughs> she lost her chance no well, you had to, to find yourself in that state of mind i had to learn what it is to be a musician outside of church okay yeah, you know? yeah. that's a better way of putting the, what i was trying to do you're in church and you go to a pastor and you say i play the guitar and he says great come inside the night and play yes mm-hmm. you know now i'm out here and i want to play but how do i do it you mm-hmm. know i gotta find a band find a venue right go around get to know the scene and mm-hmm. church was like a stabler you knew yeah. okay that's where i'm going to play every time on this day and this time exactly you already know the songs you already know who's going to be there you, mm-hmm. and you don't have to do anything but ask for it right and, you know it's funny it's not even a surprise that you like started off in a church and it's actually a few other people that i know like freaking have also started off in churches and, and I'm not just talking about people I know here from you. I'm talking about people I knew from high school, too, uh, who started off in church, and now they're on tour doing other things. Mm-hmm. But it's not even in this decade that that's how, how it's happened. If you remember the quote that I said from Coco Taylor uh, before, um, where she was like, I started off in the church. I started singing in the church. Mm-hmm. And 
after that, we just kept singing. Mm-hmm. Like that's because that's that's the stage and a mic readily available for you. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Because they're always trying to disassociate. Like, well, if you if you call yourself a a church person, how could you be doing stuff outside? How could you be doing blues and singing exactly. about sadness? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But you have to realize that there's more to it yeah, than that. Yeah, it's not singular. <laughs> Just like <laughs> it's more dynamic than just let's just sing about God. She's like, oh, y'all heard about that crossroads? I went right there and I did it. <laughs> yeah, but th- that kills the artistry of it. At least to me, that was the feeling that I got. Mm-hmm. It's like when he just playing for one reason. It's like, oh, you're supposed to praise God. That's the only reason you're playing is to praise and please this entity you know mm-hmm. and then when you get out of there you're able to actually dig inside of you exactly. and get these things out and actually make art yeah you know? exactly like there's more to it than just like i'm not knocking nobody who's religious i'm not at all knocking anybody who's religious but there's yes, more to is. it no, than, I'm just kidding, i will sorry. fight you <laughs> i'm joking i'm it's joking like, um sister if you are listening to this i ain't say that that was christine I'm, you can I'm fight kidding, her i'm kidding don't fight me please <laughs> My family is completely Catholic, uh, so you know I I don't knock nothing, okay? I don't knock anything, but there's more to it than that. You have to find yourself, and if you start playing, you start playing for a reason. It wasn't just because you're like, well, I'm picking this up for God. Well, even people who play, uh, even people like Kirk Franklin or bands like that, that mm-hmm. are they're playing because that's there's there's that feeling like that's what helps them out that's Mm -hmm. what got them through hard times they're still playing for themselves in a way because they're letting all those emotions out but that's what they decide to keep doing but then there are people who they need to do more than just that but it's it's not right or wrong it's just different concepts and different reasons why people do things you know like a lot of people just do rock and roll because they want to rock out you know so the music comes out like that Mm -hmm. it's like I wanted to rock out but then I learned the artistry of it so Things kind of blend that in for me, you know. These people in church, they have a reason and a purpose to play, which is their own. You know, it's exactly. not right or wrong. It's just different concepts. It's like some people make paintings because they think it's pretty. Some people make make paintings because they need to get something out of their chest. Yeah. Mm. And some people, like once again, take their own artistry, not to even take out their own emotion. They do it to put somebody else into within like, a frame. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's once again just where you decide to take it yeah you can again it's it's art there's no right or wrong in art Never you can you can't say that Whenever people will deny you oh this is right and this is wrong but yeah legit what i was just about like to say even, too. like even making art just to make money like there's nothing wrong with that that's something that you want to do you want to make a living out of it like that's okay um but some people like you said feel that certain things are certain reasons for doing what you do are wrong and that's one of them and it's like well no like this is I have to make a living and this is what I want to do and at the same time like why not just combine it so yeah there's no right or wrong oh my bad I'm sorry (laughs) there's no right or wrong right just like in music theory you know for every mistake there's an excuse yeah you know you can say you're playing out of key or you can say you're modulating it's like so you know, you can say all oh, those colors don't match, or you can say that I want to work with contrast. So that's so true. That's actually something he like. He was showing me uh, when we were at one of our lessons, and he was like, "Oh, see this one right here? It's just modulated from this." And I'm just like, "Yeah." <laughs> right, <laughs> like, <but> like, <laughs> you're doing the same thing. Somebody will say you, you made a mistake. Somebody will say you modulated. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's 
people try to put things within a structure. Mm-hmm. And then the problem is that that structure is supposed to help you understand it, but people start using it as a law that you can never break. Yeah. And there's no such a thing in art, man. There's no. Not everything has to be in a box. No, everything should be out of the box and yes. spread that it all over. That was the whole purpose yep. with art, was to create something that wasn't, the like, there. there's no actual set rules to art. Art is just an expression, and that's the whole point of it, in my opinion, right. is to mm-hmm. just express oneself or, or, or express somebody else's feelings or express some entity or whatever. There's no set guidelines or, or rules to any of this yeah. at all. Throw out all the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Do as thou will shall be the whole the law. <laughs> <laughs> like, for instance, like, like we all love Freddie at Keith. We all love Freddie. We all Freddy. love Freddie. Like, and if other people came like, oh, he's singing that song all wrong. No, he's singing. <laughs> he's modulating it. He's modulating it, yeah. Yes, he's having fun. He's yeah. expressing himself. Yes. He's not wrong. Yes. <laughs> like when we will artist, always cheer him on. Like if an artist is on stage in the middle of it, they forget the words of whatever the heck they're about to sing, and they just make up whatever the hell they want because, you know what, that's just what they felt mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it's yeah. a concert, right? You're having fun? Okay, then it's right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what matters. Why don't you have fun? Oh, my God, exactly. That's all it is. If you lose the fun in art, then okay. what's the point of it <laughs> he was shaking his up if you lose the fun in art if you lose the reason why you even started then after a while that's when people start thinking well what's the point of me even doing this yeah yep see there's a you ever heard of um alejandro jodorowsky Mm-mm. nope he was this guy that, that made acid cinema back in the 70s right movie director he has a quote that he says that an artist is like an apple tree if the apple tree doesn't bear apples, it starts dying. So if the artist doesn't make art, it dies inside. That's probably talking about depression, anxiety, and all that. Mm-hmm. But it, it makes sense, man. You ever, you know, imagine I stop playing guitar now, and I get the itch, and I don't play the guitar. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll go depressed. Yeah. You know, I can only tell by myself, but I think most artists are like that. Yeah. So I guess to a point, there's not a there's not an option anymore. It's just just do it or die. You just gotta do it. <laughs> do what you gotta do survive literally no, that's uh for instance um i've mentioned her before janetta where with her she's a singer and um i'm pretty sure she does a few other things as well but there's one time i think she was like like because of all the stuff because everybody's trying to always put themselves out there and then you're always being told well you need to have a bigger like social media presence or a bigger this and a bigger that and it got to a point where i was like Hey, you want to just come to karaoke and sing and stuff like that and just have fun? And then, like, afterwards, she's like, this is fun. It's, like, the first time where I haven't had to sing for a reason, like, going to, like... Like, no pressure, sh- right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It was, yeah. she was like, it's fun, because that makes you remember why you even started, like... You get the fun back in it. Exactly. Yeah. You just got to get that little, hey, that's what I do. That's why I always, like, find it funny whenever Tiago picks up a guitar randomly and just, like... <laughs> he's like, this is why I do it, because I can do yeah, it. Yeah, because he's always like, if you, the funny thing is, if you look, I'm acting like he's not even here while I'm talking about it. <laughs> That's the funny thing. But if you look at him while he's um, playing sometimes, you can see like he's like in his own head, like randomly, like just coming up with these random things. And it's just like, like, I swear you just. Where I'm like, I swear you should just. Keep a recorder next to you mm-hmm. and just press play mm-hmm. all day. So much yep. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so much, but so there, there's 
bound to be at least one idea within that. <laughs> yeah, I tried that. That's how I made the list. <laughs> it took me a few months to get, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get it just right. Oh, yeah. freaking God. I don't know. It'd be cool. Like, like, that's why I love it when you see, like, all these artists who, like, make these videos of the process. And yeah. they do, like, so much random shit. <laughs> the process. No, they show you, like, a quarter of the process. Man. Yes. <laughs> like, but, uh, you know, it's the process. Some people wait for the songs, you know, wait mm-hmm. for the muse to touch them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like doing that. I mean, when it happens, it happens, but you gotta think, like, what if I need to have a song by tomorrow? Right? Yeah. I can't wait till it happens. You have to make it happen. I feel so, like you just have, like, a whole bunch of snippets on your computer. Just like I do have a bunch of <laughs> I don't know if any of it is useful, but. <laughs> I knew it. I'm like, I feel like he's one of those who just, like, I'm going to record this. They're the Maybe leftovers snippets, from the record. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe those snippets, in a way, are your muse. Because then you can listen back and be like, okay, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, right. this doesn't work. And then you go across one of them and you're like, oh, shit, I but think I have But wouldn't that mean that I've captured the muse, sure. put it in a cage? <laughs> In my computer, so I can get back to her every time. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. Or do yeah. we have many muses? You have there many, are many. You muses might have many muses. See, mm-hmm. if I listen to that one riff, I'm only gonna get that one idea. Yeah, but if you listen to all the riffs, you'll have all more right. than just the one all idea. All the ideas. <laughs> you can walk outside and see something random, like a little kid's body slamming a, a teddy bear. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, this is a true story. Wrestling that bear hardcore just Someone. now outside. Really? Shelly sucked him up and he busted his ass. Poor <laughs> child. Poor <laughs> kid. It was, it was so cute, though. This little kid, we went outside for a little break because, you know, we had a little recording problem real quick, so we let Christine fix that. We went outside for a break. And this little kid, the teddy bear was the same height as him, maybe even taller, and he's running back and forth with it, and then out of nowhere, he just looks up at us, then body slams it. <laughs> <laughs> Start punching it like he rock rock elbow and all that. Aggressive <laughs> the little kid. Elbow. He's aggressive. Elbow. Oh, no. oh my god! And then Tia was like, "You gonna make that kid off?" <laughs> Jeez. She was like the mom from from the third balcony. <laughs> but that, that could end up being somebody's muse too. Like, yeah. Hmm. Who so, that teddy bear? <laughs> that teddy bear he messed up be, by now. He could be the next Kofi Kingston. Oh my freaking god. <laughs> Like, people find muses in like the weirdest sometimes the weirdest of things it could be the yeah man. like it's actually pretty cool if you like ask somebody well, what was your inspiration for this song and it's never like, you think it's gonna be some profound like yeah. it's like no I was actually just eating a sandwich one day <laughs> yeah. and, and I just thought about it you know no I randomly saw a dog walking across <laughs> the street looking like he had no care in the world and I was like hmm no care in the world that's the song of my, that's the next title I'm of my happy. new song <laughs> No, that's what I love. But I like how you said that. Like, there's no if you're playing music, and if you and if it's something that you like, and it's something that you love to do, then there's no real down moment because music is supposed to be something that cheers you up. I like that though. Yeah, yeah it's like this, yeah. the the old school guys will say that you play the blues to get rid of the blues, right? Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we're talking about music, man. When things get hard, I remember when homeless, quote unquote, when I got kicked out of that apartment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was crashing at Steve's for like a month. Mm-hmm. You know, that month I wrote the first track for the new record. You know what I mean? So I had yeah. something to get me out of the funk, which was the music. You can't really find. I mean, there are periods where I sucked at playing. That was pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> 
But then you got better. I don't know. I like dark music. I'm weird. I like I like doing yeah, things. I like, like it too. It's, I like dark music. I like. Yeah, I like that. It's gotta be just a, it's a little bit evil. <laughs> <laughs> or like music that sounds happy, but when you actually listen to it, it's oh, really basically dark. what uh, Brian like, was talking about yeah. in the last episode. Like that trickery. Yeah. Yes. yes. Wait. Yep. For instance, like if people listen to Pumped Up Kicks, I don't know who's by who's by Pumped Up Kicks. The song. Some some Peter random. Bjorn and and John. That's, that's no, Foster the Foster People. Foster the People. Wow, I was way off. My bad. So Foster the People has a song called Pumped Up Kicks, and it, it's like a groovy little tune. It's like, but if you listen to the Wait, damn one lyrics, more time, one more time. But if you listen to the lyrics, or if you look up the lyrics and you read them, and you're like, it's really just talking about. A kid who's going around about to shoot up a whole bunch of people yeah. and saying that you should run. Yeah. That's why I'm saying all little kids with the pumped up kicks gun. better run, better run, outrun my gun. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it's not happy at all. No. <laughs> but it just like, makes you feel that way. But you're dancing along to like all the other kids with the pump. Yeah, it's like oh that song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't get it from the humming before. No. <laughs> or the lyrics before. Yeah. No, but yeah, that song like I like. I listened to it one day, like I heard just the rhythm of it one day, and then I actually heard the words. I was like, "The fuck!" Like, was not expecting that, but yeah, that sort of twisted mindset of let me take this happy ass. So, what's in his pocket? What's in his pocket? Something in my pocket. No. Uh, Isn't his gun in his pocket? He's got a gun in his pocket. Yeah, he was about. Ain't gonna shoot nobody with a gun to fit in his pocket. Well, if it's a Texas pocket, because everything's bigger than Texas. Oh, my. Yes. Push the Shelly. I don't it. know what is going on. As a matter of fact, let me call Kyle. Right? You said, <laughs> you said freaking Aggie. Oh, my God. So what's your... Uh, wait, I asked the last question. What are now. your hopes and dreams and wishes? I just hope everybody gets along. So we can be happy. Oh, <laughs> no man, I don't know. You just gotta live every day and do the best you can to get ahead in life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Become a better person, reach enlightenment, transcend the spiritual world. That's it. My hopes and wishes to become better. <laughs> like I just want to play. Well, for I know myself. there's a formula for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Just follow I the know. formula. There's always a formula. I gotta practice a whole bunch, mm-hmm. and then I gotta try and not have a bajillion things in my life that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he just took a giant swig, and he yeah. almost. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, any. Well, you freaking what? The one thing I like about Tiago, once again, I'm gonna talk to him about him like he's not here. He like throws all this random knowledge, and I'm just like looking like I never knew that. <laughs> so, do you have? <laughs> it's like an encyclopedia of randomness. <laughs> but, I like, but I love it. Like it's like some random stuff. I'm just like I. I just thought it was A B C. And he's like, Nah, we're all, we're by polynomials. Like right now, yeah, we're like so <laughs> off that. Like let me tell you about this. It's completely <laughs> different than what you thought. So what do you if you could give people any type of tips or tricks or advice about whether it's not just instrumental playing it could be if they're freaking wanting to get in the industry or or how they come across me what would you say to people first thing don't listen to my advice <laughs> <laughs> you know I need a disclaimer in case somebody ruined their lives up. <laughs> <laughs> 
It like, wasn't well, me. I well, promise. Tiago told me. To, I, I told I said, you not to listen. <laughs> uh, don't quit your day job until you're making double. Okay. You know? It's a good tip. Yeah, because, you know, it's art, man. It's not a solid thing. It, you might have a job now and go touring. When you come back, you're unemployed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everybody's going to try to take advantage of you, so you got to try to, I don't know, kind of be in the hustle type of thing. And the uh, music's about the art. Don't matter anything else. Uh, promotion, you know, the, the your visuals, no gimmicks. your gimmicks. Yeah. I mean, even if you use that, all those things are good. Mm-hmm. But the important part is that the music has to be the best it can be. You know, that's the one thing. The one thing. Yeah. Just make your music the best it can possibly be, and then go from there. Yeah, I don't think there's anything worse than like. Having all the gimmicks and all of that, and then listening to the music, and you're just like, wow, this not is not that good. good. <laughs> or people who feel rushed to have to put right. something out yeah. there because they feel like if they don't put something out there, then they'll be like, for, like the whole apple on the tree thing, uh-huh. where, yeah. but that can also work as if somebody doesn't keep putting something out, they get forgotten nowadays mm-hmm. because there's right. so many artists, so right. many. It's overcluttered. It's exactly. super competitive now. And then it'll be so hard to come back. Like, oh, whatever, I listen to that person. Well, but that's the thing, you know. Yeah, then people put too much of their time, sometimes people put too much of their time thinking of all these things that are around the music and you forget to put everything that you can on the music. So you mm-hmm. build a castle on the sand. Yeah. And then you're just pressuring yourself, and then you listen to your own stuff, and you're like, wow, I could have done so much better. And then that just, like, interferes with everything else, like, with your own right. mental state and all of I that. Think, think you're about like, it now. Hypothetically, you have a record that's not that good. Yeah. And you're going to go on a tour that's not going to be that good because yep. your songs are not that good. Exactly. Yep. And you can't just go back and fix that. You know, that's your whole year, two-year span over there. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want to be stuck with something that you don't love. If you don't like it, don't release it. Exactly. I'm like, whenever... It's like like a fart. I was going to say, it's like a tattoo. If you don't love it, don't put it on your body. I can't say that. I've had so many random junk tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) There are some exceptions to the rule, but generally speaking... That's that's rock and roll, though. Oh, yeah. Rock and roll. You can have a few. No, me and my friend, like, this... um, I hope my sister's not listening. But but no, like back in the day, like when I first started going to Q's, we used to have mad after parties at my house and people would like set up their tattoo studio in my bedroom because I had the master bedroom, it was big, so drunk as heck, tattoo, scarification, and now he's like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> like, that almost turned ritualistic. <laughs> like, like, okay, hold up. Wait, now, why is someone lighting a candle? You so <laughs> No, but I was going to compare it to almost how with my job and pastries and everything else like that, like, yeah, I have to play things, I have to freaking make things. And if I don't like how something comes out, even if somebody's like, no, I like it, no, but I don't love it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to put it out until. Because you know it. how much better it can be, right? Exactly. You know your own potential, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I always feel like all types of art skills can, can connect in a way where, where it's like, if it doesn't, if you yourself do not love something, then you don't want to put it out there. Even if somebody, even if somebody says, "Oh, but I like it," yeah, you like it. But until you say you love it, as if you can't feel what I want you to feel, mm-hmm. then it's not there yet. Yeah. Well, but you know that doesn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the three stages of the painting. It's like yeah. what you, what you, what the artist picture, what went to the canvas, and what the spectators get, and like 
three complete different It's images. the same thing where they yeah, say there are three, three versions of the truth. A point, a point of view, B point of view, and then C point of view. Because even if your point of view is not the same as the other person you were having an argument with, as opposed to what it actually was from somebody else's perspective. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there are so many versions of that I've heard. Yeah. It's so cool, though, because then when you actually hear that, you're like, that's so true, though. Yeah. <laughs> then you make a piece of art, you write a song or something like that, and you're thinking about something, and they're like, oh, that reminds me of this thing, which is completely different. Yeah. And you're like, well... That's crazy. <laughs> That's like when it sucks when somebody correlates a song to like a human being or something. Like let's say you're in a relationship or whatever and you correlate a song to like, oh, this reminds me so much of my beloved and you break up with them. I never want to hear that song. Right. <laughs> yeah. I try not to do that so much anymore because it ruins a lot of songs for me. I try to just do it. I'm in relationship. <laughs> Let's not get into that right now. I just try to do, like, songs within seasons. So that way I'm just... Or, like, specific, very specific memories. So I'm just like, okay, like, I have this memory with this person. And it was during this season. So now I'm going to listen to this song. And, like, now it's just going to bring me back in a positive way instead of, oh, yeah, I remember when I was with such and such. And now I fucking hate them. And I don't want to listen to this ever again. I'm trying to remember the the official international ex-girlfriend song. There's an official Oh, it is. That's everybody's ex-girlfriend song. Mm-hmm. Him did a cover of it. Really? As I pull out my phone and Google. <laughs> oh, this ain't my phone. <laughs> you stealing phones, not sure? Yeah. It's not my fault. We both have iPhones Still and the same case that. because... Your sparkles are completely different. You know what? It's almost the <laughs> same. Hers is gold. Mine is silver. The flowers are different. But they still kind of look similar. Funny story <laughs> about my phone case. Yeah, we're, we're actually telling a story about a freaking phone case right now. Mm. But funny thing about my phone case, when I got my new iPhone, because my last one crapped out, I had Christine with me mm-hmm. because I stole her. And I'm like, yeah. let's go to the mall. Yeah. And I was like, I can't leave the mall without buying a phone case because I will not be one of those who breaks my phone on the first freaking day. So we go to the kiosk, and I'm looking at cases. I wonder why she's so perky and happy when I'm like, picking one up and I and then I choose one and she waits till right when I'm about to pay for it and it's like look look it's we're rich now <laughs> yeah that was the day you almost killed me with a pecan pie okay yeah so whatever I kill her what? with, with so it's an even exchange she's allergic oh it's an even exchange why would she hold it if she's I allergic, was though. being nice. I don't know. You know, you know me. That's like me know. throwing a cat at Tiago. <laughs> I'll fight the damn cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, freaking god! It was in a package. I wasn't holding just a a a pecan pie like <laughs> by the crust. It? Can no, you touch it. Nah, she's deathly allergic. Yeah, I'm a die. You can't even touch it. No, no. she deathly. That's absorbed through her skin, and she gonna die. What? Yeah, yeah I'll get a rash. Oh, hmm. mm-hmm. No, like, no, do not <laughs> use this weakness. <laughs> she'll look like Deadpool. Do not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Only without the superpowers. <laughs> You're so aggy. Wait, so how did you and VIV actually like become fused into Vassal? Yeah. How did you guys actually? VIV already existed before I came to this country. Uh, I think, yeah, Andrew was already in it. It was all the guys Andrew, Fatty, and Steve. And they had just lost their guitar player. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Tiago must have said this. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, 
I think I played like an acoustic thing at uh at the old uh Susan Q loft. It was like some Beatles covers and whatnot. Wait, were you singing or somebody else singing? No, no, uh Michelle Pagliano was singing. Okay. That's not me, Michelle. That's a different Michelle. That's yeah, a different Michelle. <laughs> Brazilian Michelle. She was singing. And uh, how did I meet her? Anyway, we're just backtracking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Steve saw me there and they needed a guitar player, he hit me up. I came over to the apartment they used to live down here on uh on Wilson Ave. Mm-hmm. You know that Tim and Mark live there now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was it. We just hook up. They checked me out. They checked them out. I said, this is all right. And then we went from there. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 it's funny because they sometimes post up uh, the Facebook memories thing. And I'm like, Tiago had really short hair. Andrew wasn't bald. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, man. I had, the, I had a rockabilly face. I had a pompadour this tall. Oh my god! Yes. And then the one they call Fatty, he has not aged. He looks no, like he's like he's Dorian not fat Gray. At all. No, he's not at all. He's got abs and shit. That motherfucker. <laughs> has he always had abs? I don't know. No, that. he was a. I heard he was a fat kid in school. Oh, okay. So he it can just still stuck eat like him. a dinosaur though. They okay. tricked me because when, <laughs> when I first got introduced to him, because they were playing some show, I'm like, oh, you remember Fatty? I'm like, wait, but what's his real name? Fatty, wait, but that's his real name? Yeah, that's Fatty. Okay, he's Eddie, you know what I mean? He was Eddie the fat kid, <laughs> yeah. so he became Fatty. Oh, my God. That makes sense. Lord Jesus, I was like, wait, who would name their kid Fatty? Like, I really thought, <laughs> really is that on really their shy. birth certificate? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's like so mean. <laughs> yes, I thought Fetty's that. Dope. Fetty, Fetty, he turned into a monster lately. So draw me like I've never seen it. So I'm like, each person and I like that that was my Fatty Holla. Word. Like <laughs> what up? Like he like they all go wicked as heck. Like I'd be watching, I'll be trying I used to always like try to zoom in on each person doing their thing. <laughs> you can't figure it out while you, while they're doing it. <laughs> no. You gotta break it down. <laughs> Were you, uh, the type of music you were playing before Views, was it the same or was it like? See, I got out of church mm-hmm. into VAV. Oh, oh, so there was no, yeah. like, So you had, time. like, there was no buffer. You were, no. like, straight. Like, throughout the time that I've been with VAV, I've been with other bands. Mm-hmm. That's, like, sort of the same thing, rock and roll. Ones are more, like, bluesy, more lately. Abacus 3? Abacus 3. Yes! Yeah, Abacus is cool. It was like a grungy thing. Are you still in that band? No. That's how I first met him was Abacus was 3. Was it Abacus? Yeah. That was the first band I knew you with, Abacus right. 3. And then you kept saying, yeah, I'm infused into business. I never heard them until like later on. I was like, oh. Right. Abacus was cool. Before Abacus, there was apostrophes. We made it to the radio and everything. That was nice. with Jeanette. Yeah. No, no, that was later. After Abacus, there was the jams. Yes, the jams. That was with uh, Jeanette and Tim and Junior. That was like more like a party band. That shit was fun. Son, they have that to- was fun. <laughs> Man, we're just rocking out and making people dance and whatnot. Did you guys like randomly come together like for like a quick? <laughs> yeah, super randomly came together. You guys should do it again. <laughs> Everybody says that. <laughs> then why not if everybody says yeah, something why put me on the spot like that Janessa <laughs> yeah. we calling you out too <laughs> oh my god no, but it's funny like all of them it's funny if you see all these people that 
we all like reside within the same like hangout areas mm-hmm. and they all ran like hey it's funny because I actually saw it once like we should make a band yeah we should make a band I'm just watching them like y'all really do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of music bandception word you just band gotta find like a group of people that have the same interests word yeah. and like y'all vibe and chill ain't nobody gonna start no drama and it's fun yeah you can never go around drama though. Drama's always there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but you, it's manageable, you know. Exactly. You, there's a, another skill of a musician <laughs> is learning how to deal with band members. That right. took me a while to learn to, because there's a lot of things. Nobody, when you're in a band, nobody's self-sufficient. Nope. You need the whole band. Mm-hmm. So like maybe somebody's being a bitch, but you got to work around it because you can't do the gig without it. Mm-hmm. You know. You don't yeah, want somebody gotta, throwing a tantrum and throwing and just walking away saying, I'm done with this. Exactly, yeah. you know? You gotta like acting like they're just having a bad day. Yeah, and just kinda like get and, through yeah, it. Yeah, tolerate a lot of things. It's like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes like, oh, I have a problem. Then I, you gotta get the band together and solve a certain person's problem so you're able to make the gig. Yeah. It's a lot of social skill, I guess. Besides the. Uh, the Starland one, which we all love. So we got turned up for Starland. Starland's and, cool, man. <laughs> that was like we got turned for Starland. <laughs> but freaking besides Starland, what would, what you, would say you say was your here? You know what? I asked last one. Go what ahead. What would you? <laughs> she started what talking. Would you like, say? It's my turn. Well, no, because I was like, wait, you didn't. Yeah, but I. But it's your. But my. But <laughs> you know, like that meme with the go kid. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. What was your besides Starland? What would you say is your current like shining moment? Like a a moment that you had that you're like, okay, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm doing. I'm where like I'm supposed I, to be. When I when I figure it out. Yeah, yes. when you figured it I don't out. Know. I guess first gig, man. What was your, your first very gig? first gig? I think first gig was already like, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's what keep was doing your first it. Gig? Yeah, My first was gig was it? in Brazil, and the, you know, outside of church, right? Because that's yes. not a gig. That's mm-hmm. this is service. My first gig, it was playing acoustic guitar and singing okay. to a bar when I was, like, how old was I, 15? You were singing? Yeah, I was singing and, and playing and playing acoustic. It was like a, a Brazilian blues jam thing. Y'all can't see, but my eyes are, like, glittering. Like, Tiago, you sing? <laughs> yeah, I don't sing. I did that one. I took that one. <laughs> He's like, I took that out, y'all. Like, I got <laughs> I played this shit on no, the but guitar, it, was like, it was like the first time that I felt the thing of like being on stage in front of a drunken crowd. That adrenaline yeah. was it pumping through you? Yeah, it pumps. Because <laughs> it, it's like you get nervous, but at the same time you're doing something that you really like to do, you know. So it's like a good nervous thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the, no, like, I understand the that. Gig yeah. The gig feeling. The gig feeling. It's That's- like you're nervous, but you're pumped. So it's like. They're both colliding. Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like awesome little. It's kind of like skateboarding. And when I used to go down the drops, it's about the same thing. High school, we used to freaking always skateboard down the giant hill in yeah. St. Michael. Yeah, it, it would. I would, would just die. Watch. It's like I'd I'm be gonna like, die, you know, but it's cool as hell. You're like, yeah, I'm probably gonna hit that parked car, but yeah. I would like. I would yeah, stand yeah, at my like, window and be like, oh my god, they're so risky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so. It's so dangerous. <laughs> now I remember I did one song. That was it. One song at the bar, and that's all I got. Oh, but that was like your <laughs> shine. That was and like then your. You're just like, yeah. No, yeah, I dressed up and everything. Oh, that's so awesome. Why did we a, go through this high pitched shit? <laughs> it was. It was a, we were playing a song from a Brazilian band that did this uh, 
British Invasion revival thing. Mm -hmm. So I had the Beatles suit on. Nice. <laughs> you are too adorable. <laughs> that is so cute. I yeah, wish there was a picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that is the that cutest was first, thing. At least first gig I can't remember. Yeah, I think that was first gig. I feel like that would be like a good shiny moment for people like that first moment where mm -hmm. you actually got to play in front of people mm -hmm. yeah. and you got to feel that rush even if it was like, like only yeah. five six it people was, it was yeah. great like, and I was playing with like the best musicians in town behind me. <laughs> he's like yeah y'all and I'm, I'm singing so I'm like I'm the face of everybody <laughs> these guys are probably looking at me pissed off like is this kid doing it <laughs> <laughs> look at this kid what does he think oh freaking god that's good though my worst moment when freaking <laughs> You have a worst moment? Yeah, no, our wonderful friend, Randy, I just remember this when he was like, oh, you know that feeling? About, I'm like, yeah, I know that wonderful, not wonderful feeling when I'm just trying to, we were drunk as fuck, y'all. We were trash. We came from um, our friend Stephanie, who just moved away to Cali. Hey, Steph. Hey, Steph. Miss, you. Miss your face. But it was her, myself, and Christago Christine. Oh, yeah, it's stuck now, y'all. <laughs> that's her name, not mine. <laughs> that's how I just let people know which one it is. I'm like, no, not not Blue Christine, Cristago Christine. That's how that, there you go. But it was the three Make of us. Make your lesson, it's Christine Cristago now. Christine <laughs> Cristago. <laughs> oh, but it was all three of us, and we got turned at her place, and then we went to freaking Sunday Night Jams, and we just there, Jim, like, hey, uh-huh. My loud ass is always loud as fuck for no reason. I'm like, yeah, you guys keep going. Yeah, my friend is going because somebody who's been here for, like, repping us for how long is going to come on. And I just started. I think that was there, too. Oh, yeah, you were. And I started going down in my chair. that hot Yeah. Seat. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? So then I started sliding. I slid down off the chair. <laughs> and I tried hiding behind Christina. <laughs> And then this guy with a stupid GoPro <laughs> comes in my face with the GoPro. Yeah. Can't run away from the spot. And then we kind of were just like, go. And we like pushed her up. But literally my hand was on my mouth the whole time. I was yeah. Like, mm -mm. It, it, it was. It was. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing it this. Yeah. I was like, uh, nope, not doing this. I'm not doing this. I don't like spotlight. <laughs> it may seem like it because I'm loud and I love my friends, but I don't like the spotlight. That's for them. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like when when he said that whole like feeling, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, no, no, that's Dude. not my feeling. <laughs> my feeling is. But different. he's a dork. He does that to everybody. Where he's just like, I need a break from singing. Let me let me pick somebody random. <laughs> and I just so happen to be the only one there at that moment. And I'm just like, I think he does it. He scoops up. and says, Who can mm -hmm. sing? Who did I know can sing? <laughs> Who knows these songs oh, that I play? Right? It's that yeah. showmanship. But the thing is, like, it's funny because he does that monologue shit all the time. Oh, just, yeah. All we got is us, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like this new all we got is us, y'all. Like, this is what we do. Like, one love, one <laughs> He's always right, though. <laughs> yeah, he is. And I'm like, does he pre-write these? Like, I always think, like, does he just think this up on the spot? Randy, holler. 
Word. <laughs> Tell us your process. Like you be on point with those monologues. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Do you have Randy here? Not He's yet. on tour right oh, now. Oh, his story with Justine, Yeah, with right? Justine Valentine. Yeah. If y'all anywhere near, they just got done in Colorado. Because our friends at... Uh, that legal the, weed. <laughs> were, the New Arkansas, they uh, actually got to see them live together. I saw that on Instagram. I wasn't peeping. It just so happened to pop exactly. up. She was yeah, peeping. Wait, whatever. <laughs> I peep on my peoples. That's that's fine. But no, uh, yeah, they're on tour. So if you're anywhere near, you should check that out, of course. Yes. Yes, but mm-hmm. now we're going to go to have Tiago play some more. Play some Play yes, some can you play like music. one like, amazing thing? Yeah. Oh, what awesome. do you want me to play? Play whatever you want. Whatever I'll makes even... you feel happy inside. Oh, not playing. <laughs> <laughs> we all know See, that's not you true. Just, word, you just lied because yeah. earlier on yeah. you were like playing makes you happy. So. Yeah. Walking contradictions. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't all human beings walking contradictions? I don't know. You want to get into that subject? And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What would you like to hear? Um, actually, I want you to... No, we'll be right back as we figure out what he's going to play. Yeah. Be right back, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's his first one. Yeah. We just He's like, y'all want me to show off? And I was like, yes. yes. Look at my face. Just Do yes. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> so Tiago right now is going to show off his amazing skill. Thank you. 
But now y'all see why I call him my senpai. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Christine's face like lit up so brightly. <laughs> she was like, the fuck was that? Oh my god. <laughs> In real life? Like, it's freaking dope. In front of my face? You're so aggy. I say that term a lot. Don't mind that. I have a goddaughter and like a whole bunch of little nieces and nephews and I, that's become my term. We all aggy. Yes, we're gonna do something. If I remember. Yay, we're gonna do it if we remember it. If it sucks, then nothing ever sucks to me because it's awesome. Up in here. Wait, come here.
Yeah, five minutes ago. <laughs> oh my god, it was fun. This was <laughs> this was great. This was really great. But one, y'all ain't impromptu. <laughs> yes, it was fun. One thing I love is like we all were just looking at y'all like, wait, now. <laughs> now is we, it? Is it? Is go, this it? We going now, and then we all look at each other like, "Are we? Are we doing? Okay, that's <laughs> what we're do doing. Yeah, okay, got it. No, but like you could freaking get any pie, do anything. Else about that, mm-hmm. it, it got three of us in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sounded gorgeous. You so aggy. All of us. <laughs> but no, like Tiago's freaking talented. Yes, absolutely. As heck, his little humble ass self. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there quietly, like I'm just. I don't care. His mind is like I told him one day he could just release like a whole album with just random shit that he yeah. decides to. Ain't nobody want to buy this. Shit. I buy it. What you mean? Y'all heard him? Would y'all buy? If he exactly, they shook their head yes. So yes. Make, don't make a commercial though. We making a commercial. <laughs> we making a commercial. Buy it. <laughs> it's worth it. I just love. <laughs> no, I just but one I love it when people are humble. Like look, yeah. look at what he's doing right now. Yeah, like creating a whole little random ambiance right now. Like freaking talented as hell. Yeah. start talking about your problems. <laughs> I did that thing, like, you know those cool grandpas, like, from back in the day, like, the old ones that, like, when they want to tell you something, they just throw their hands back and forth, like, like, I just caught myself doing that, like, like, ooh, ooh, child. Child. ooh Like, oh my god, but that was awesome. I yes. had fun. Yes. Like, <laughs> very much. I think that's why I'm like so comfortable with this because so far it's been like a whole bunch of people that we know. Yes. And it's like, you better just show them what I already yes. know that you know how that you know you could do. <laughs> like, show the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, but there will be a day where we have every single last person from Fusion to Vastness mm-hmm. here. Oh yeah, you gotta bring everybody in. Oh yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. Bring, mm-hmm. Got, do you have your list ready? You got, we're getting through bands, we're here. working through collectives. You ain't got Vinny here, you ain't got Janessa here. We we're will. There. You we gotta get the guys will. from the old school Norwich scene. Yes. Yes. Oh no, we ready. Y'all best oh, to be yes. ready because we gonna be ready. We gonna be We gonna y'all. call you. Oh, now that it's getting warmer too, mm-hmm. ain't no excuses. No excuse. No, no hibernating no more because nope. y'all know I was hibernating like a hell. Huh? <laughs> it's cold. No I'm excuse. Not, I'm not Jerrion. We don't like the cold. <laughs> 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 but yes, we. I hope you guys enjoyed this because yes. we definitely did. And yeah. this is Noteworthy signing off once again. And remember, where words fail, music, music speaks. Say, <laughs> Tiago, say bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> no, thank you guys for having me. Uh, it was fun. Yay. Yeah. We'll do more of this soon. Yes. Absolutely. Yay. And y'all keep listening, all right? Keep listening. There's a lot more good things to come from this. Oh, this is, this is, if I was not so, if I was not a dark-skinned black girl, y'all would see my face blushing right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is Noteworthy signing off. Catch y'all later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Noteworthy is brought to you by CC Black Girl Production. Athena, say bye. Bye. <laughs>